What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Woke and Broke. Hope you all have been doing well. What is going on, beautiful people? How are you doing? <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and you today. It is. <laughs> two-man show. Yes, yeah, a two-man <laughs> show. Um, our friend Danny will be off for the next two weeks. She just had a baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. Happy for and proud of her. She is a new mommy. Yes, and she's beautiful. Her name is Yara, and I know when Fran gets back, she will introduce you guys and tell yes. you all the beautiful, wonderful things that she has learned about her so far. So, you guys wish her good luck and best wishes throughout her yes. journey uh, into motherhood and whatnot. And she will be catching up with us later. But in the meantime, you got us. So. Hope y'all enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they will. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt at all. <laughs> What's up, so, bro? What's new? Oh my god! Like, you know, this month is going by so fast, bro. I really, it's just like wow. I feel like February just started and it's basically over with. After right. This week. That's how I feel. Yeah. Such a short month, and then time. I just feel like it's racing by. I'm like, what is going on? I got just looked up. It was February. Next week is going to be the 18th. Like, what? Right, yes. Like, what is all of that? I mean, right. you know, I, and with that, I've just been so busy anyway, doing things, you know, as Black History Month and a lot of the work that I do um, at my job, especially during this month, is so important. So I've just been super, super duper busy mm-hmm. doing things for students, community, and, and all that other type of jazz. And just been really preoccupied with doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like I told myself and like i said before last week this month while it may be very busy the next month that's coming up is definitely gonna be the month for planning and executing things so Mm -hmm. i'm really really um excited about what's to come Mm -hmm. and just really happy about the work that i'm doing right now uh, for black history month and for student success and all of that it's uh it's been really good just been busy Still, uh, but I will say this last week, the weather has been atrocious, completely disrespectful. Like as far. I mean, to the point where, bro, I haven't been able to go to the gym. And so (laughs) I've been been trying to do some at home workouts, even though I know it's not the same. Mm -hmm. Like, but I still like I do like, you know, some. Some jumping jacks and some light running the place for some cardio. And I do have some resistance bands. Mm-hmm. And so I've been doing a few movements, nothing like too much because I don't want to lose this momentum. Right. And so I've just been like, you know what? I can't just sit and do nothing. So let me definitely still, you know, work out and mm-hmm. do what I can until this weather starts acting right again, which I think it will. So I'll probably be going to the, definitely be going to the gym this week. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just been one of those weeks where the weather's been out of control. Had to postpone and cancel, um, not really cancel, but postpone a community group that I was going to host. So mm-hmm. it was just it's bad, like um, really bad. There were other people that were coming in from, you know, the cities. To do a program and that had to be canceled because the weather was absolutely horrible this past week it was right. just just crazy i mean really getting in the way of people trying to do good work and shit so right big facts <laughs> mother nature was like winter was like oh you thought <laughs> yes oh, you, thought, you thought it was sweet <laughs> oh you thought i was done okay let me see what i can really do because i'm about to fuck it up right like, 
point to say it like, hey, fuck it up. Like it was bad. <laughs> bad. I mean, people got snow to fuck in the next day. Oh, shit. The snow plows would come in. People couldn't get. It was bad. Like, no, the buses got shut down. It was just bad. Mm-hmm. The roads were terrible. Nobody wasn't doing shit. Like, it was just one of those things. But, you know, the show still got to go on. Right. Still got to push through despite this weather. Big facts. Like, I, I feel the same way, though, because, like, <clears throat> we got to get the fuck out of this cold-ass winter area, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm not used to this snow and ice and still getting out in that shit. Like, in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. you know, they could shut everything the fuck down when we get a few inches. You know what I mean? Get a, a sheet of ice on the road and everything is cut out. You know, so this shit... I don't know. All last week, just like you said, I didn't go to the gym at all. And mm-hmm. it makes you feel terrible when you used to going to the gym consistently and then you're unable to go. You know, right. it make you feel all bad and whatnot. And you eating and but not able to burn off that excess, uh, mm-hmm. uh, those excess calories or whatever. So you feel yeah. guilty and shit. And like... It's really been the same with me, just like super busy and you thinking about going to the gym. But at least with you, you try to incorporate it into your uh, routine during work or uh, I mean, at home or whatever. But I I didn't even try to do that shit. I tried. It wasn't, (laughs) you know, I was like, let me at least try. So that's it. That 12 or 15, probably not 15, to be honest. Them 10 minutes, you know, I'm just like, okay, I tried. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> shit, at least you tried because a bitch did not do anything. I literally came home, took my clothes off, and just lived. That was it. Right. And I don't like that. Like, honestly, because I'm so used to going right after work, just going straight to the gym. You know, that's just been a routine I, I picked up mm-hmm. even after, like, being in Oklahoma and whatnot. You know, so, like, now... When I don't get to do that, especially when I don't get to do it because of the weather, it's just like I feel kind of sad, like, you know, but then a lot of people have been saying that, like, there's a thing called like seasonal depression or whatever. So, like, when it starts getting to where you don't see the sun in days or weeks or whatever, you start to feel like drained and less energy and you know, you feel a little sadder and cloudier, you know, and whatnot. And so I kind of feel like I might have been dealing with some of that, you know, uh, just because you want to get out, but you then don't want to get out because of the, what the weather's doing and all that stuff. So I don't know, like, like, it's just, it's a lot. All I know is that I'm ready to get up out this winter wonderland shit. I ain't got time for Elsa and Sub-Zero coming and knocking at my door every five and ten minutes, you know. I'm ready for the right. sun to come back. I'm ready for the heat. I'm ready to wear booty shorts and have my ass out. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm ready for that. And I can't do that in this winter wonder snow. Like, ain't nobody got time. So, shit. Not even a little bit. Not a little bit. But, um, like, my week, it was cool. It was very, very stressful. Um, mm. I've just been really adapting to this role. And realizing that is so many moving pieces to this, you know, mm-hmm. so um, I'm having to really sit down and talk to um, the other management team or, or like the rest of mm-hmm. the, the administration team 
so that we can figure out some organization and determine who's going to be doing what and when so that we can execute things, you know, a little more efficiently than we have been. Not saying we Mm -hmm. haven't done a good job because we still like we're getting sales. We have like, I don't know how many move ins just in February, which is amazing because we had um, three people who was it three, three or four, three or four people who passed away um this month and so that like affects your senses anytime like someone passes away because then those rooms become vacant and you have to you know refill those rooms up in order to meet your your percentage quota or whatever Mm -hmm. and so um like we had a lot of that that took place so we've been you know really just humping and getting people to move in and all that good stuff which is great you know but then it also does put a lot of pressure on you know the staff to have turnaround you know turn those rooms around real quick um and whatnot so it's just been a lot of you know making sure that we have the paperwork before residents move in and making sure everybody um is squared away in case state comes and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff and just things that you never really think about you know prior to going into management or administration that now are on the table. And so you like, okay, how do I organize myself so that I don't drop the ball or so the team doesn't drop the ball and we're able to be as efficient as possible. So a lot of that is uh, taking place within this position as of late, Mm -hmm. especially this past week, because I was feeling it like it got, it gets to the point sometimes that, I'll go in and I'll like be in a great and wonderful mood, you know, feeling amazing, you know, no stress, no, no pain, no nothing. And then I'll go in and we'll start talking about everything that needs to happen within the day. And like, I'll start getting headaches, like, and like, feel like it feels like sinus pressure. And so I'm taking like sinus pills thinking that it's sinuses, but I think it's stress. I think it's tension. Like, you know, and I think that, um, it started. It starts to affect me that way. Only when I become too overwhelmed, you know. And so, it's just been like how you know, trying to figure out how I can come up with ways to not be so stressed when I, get, you know, receive that information and how to organize and how we can split up what it is that needs to be done so that one po- person focuses on this and then the other person focuses right. on whatever, you know, just so we can be an efficient machine because right. uh, my director, he has been like, when I tell you he been getting these sales, he's been getting these sales. Like mm-hmm. our um goal for the, uh, quarter is 10 mm-hmm. sales he's gotten 10 sales you know already and it's just february so wow. that's just that just tells you how how good he is at what he does which i really love that and i really am excited to learn from him but it moves so fast that it causes a trickle down effect so he mm-hmm. he gets everything done quickly but like you know Things may not be all the way complete on our end, you know, because we didn't know that he was moving so fast with these particular leads and whatnot. And so it's like he gets it in, which is really good. But then it's like, okay, now we have to rush and get all of our stuff on our end complete so that once the people are ready to move in, they are able to move in and like we don't have no problem or deficiencies when it comes to state and whatnot like that. 
So it's just been like trying to adapt to that particular situation and then still dealing with staffing and getting people hired so we don't have any holes and people are, you know, feeling overwhelmed for that. And then, you know, just home life. It's just really learning how to balance this particular level that um, Mm -hmm. I'm on now um, and, and, you know, getting into that pocket that I haven't been able to really focus on as of late um but this week i'm determined to do that you know i'm gonna be communicating a lot more with my fellow directors so that we can you know really get a system together and then just balancing my life out in general like because i I feel like i'm always saying that i'm trying to get my life together which i am you know Mm -hmm. but i mean Mm -hmm. it's a work in progress and i ain't gonna say that i'm like stressed even though I am, but what I'm going to say is that I'm looking to be more solution oriented so that I can balance myself out, you know, more right. efficiently. So that's kind of how my week's been. That sounds like a lot, bro. Like Boy. listening to everything that you're saying, like operationally and just, you know, working with different people and the, having, you know, clear expectations and like right. um, productivity and, you know, risk really working to be a highly effective unit mm-hmm. um you're gonna definitely get it together and oh, you're absolutely doing great in the position because you know me like your leadership right I i'm like you, a i'm process improvement <laughs> what you can do and what you have been doing so like right i ain't even worried about it like they need to catch up to you like Big that's facts. just the, the bottom line like because you're getting ready to come in there and change shit yeah like, i'm like, the fuck? <laughs> about to function up like for real because whenever we just talking going over like all the things that we need to do my mind is like okay so this is all that needs to be done let's organize like this let's get this like this he's giving you this information this way what why don't he try to give it this way that way we can all see it we all know everything like mm-hmm. I, my mind is just running like that so i'm coming up with all these solutions and processes that can, we can put in play in order to make things run so more efficiently and whatnot so I told him that I was going to talk to him um, Monday. Plus, he has a lot to talk to me about because we got to start doing this marketing stuff um, that we ha- we weren't obligated to do because both of us were brand new. But now that we've been there for a while, you know, they're starting to open up more for us to do, you know, so there's more things that we have to make sure are done every week. So it's just making sure that those processes are in place so that when um we go in to complete those tasks we know who's gonna do it and when and how and blah 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 so yeah it's going it's gonna work out fine i'm sure um it's just you know working to get that stuff in place so bitches ain't running around here stressed out and pulling their hair out and all their hair turning gray and all that shit you know what i mean because ain't nobody got time for that i'm too young and right. um i we both me and him and uh the other director have shit to do so you know we got to get our, our get our ducks in order gather our things and and lay it out like we supposed to yeah y'all gonna do it y'all of course of course um but yeah um i'm glad that you are having a great week and of course friend is having an excellent week you know <laughs> <laughs> for after having you know beautiful Yara which I can't wait until um she shares everything with y'all like she's just the beautiful most beautiful baby ever like ever and I know friend is just like 
glowing right now. I know her mm-hmm. heart is just pouring oh, out. So cool, so cool. <laughs> yeah, so I cannot wait until um she's back so we can talk to her about that beautiful experience. I can't wait. She's gonna flood our timeline. I'm telling you, I already know. <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> Um, but yes, let's move right over to our shout out segment, Black Brilliant and Beautiful. What you find this week? Oh, so I, you know, being that this is Black History Month and I know that we've um, been highlighting and talking about all types of black leaders and uh, the contributions that they've made and things like that. But I, I really wanted to take this opportunity to focus on and highlight um, black, queer, and trans women who continue to yes. organize on behalf of the black community. We see you, sisters. Like we, yes. we definitely see the work that you're doing. You're valued. Uh, we greatly appreciate. As, as a matter of fact, we don't deserve you. Right. Yeah, you continue to pour into us so much mm-hmm. love, so much understanding, so much inspiration, so much forward movement. And I just really wanted to take the time to create a space and like really highlight the work of black, queer, and trans women. Right. Shout out. Shout out to that. Because they yeah. do be out here making the world go round and it's so continuously easy for us to just overlook the work that they do. And it's like, how? You can't. Because they out here, you know, on the front lines for your behalf. On your behalf. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, they definitely deserve their flowers. And maybe we should try to come up with some type of, like, thing so we can, like, you know, get them some something. I don't know, like some type of recognition for the work yeah. that they do. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's just like a, a a gift basket or something like that, just to say, we see you, we we know that you out here putting in work and thank you for what it is that you do. You know what right. I mean? Something, some type of appreciation factor would be a good gesture for them. You know, and I mean, I know we can't do it for everybody, but maybe, you know, right. we might be able to come up with some funds, you know, bitches right. know how to get money out here. <laughs> yes. You know, if, if we don't know how to do shit else, we know how to get money via higher ed and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> bitches know how to do that. Shit. So we might be able to sprinkle some, some magic on that and make it happen. I think that would be a good gesture, you know, so we could talk about that. Absolutely. Later. I agree. But yeah, shout out to all our black sisters out here making the world go round. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, let's move right over to our main topic segment, The Vent. And it is your week this week, Michael. So you go ahead and take it away. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I was really interested in having a discussion up and a real discussion about dating mm. in 2019 and what that looks like for you know uh happiness or relationships but dating especially like really really getting down to it because you know everybody has a different understanding of it mm. people's definitions um have expanded to be more i guess mindful of and inclusive to different voices or different expectations and things like that. And so I just really wanted to have a dialogue about, you know, dating in 2019. Mm. And I will kick it off with a few questions. And that's just to ask, what is dating? What is talking? Is there a difference? Mm. (laughs) Good question. I feel like it's a difference. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like 
when it comes to like talking to somebody, like you're just getting to know them to see if they are, you know, on the same wavelength as you or like if you, if they're a good person for you to potentially embark on a relationship with you know what i'm saying so like really honestly it's like you going through that friend phase you know what i'm saying you just really figuring out who the person is and helping them to figure out who you are and whatnot so like y'all might be maybe fucking around or something or, or or whatever you're just exploring each other you know when you're just talking mm-hmm. to somebody but when you're dating them it's like you're you've realized that okay i want to get a little more serious i want to dive a little deeper we're past just the general conversations of what's your favorite cereal what you like to do on a weekend you know we pass all of that and now i'm i'm talking to your heart rather than just talking to your ego or talking to you as the person, you know what I'm saying? So now I want to, I care about your, 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 uh, maybe your family life. What is it that you do? You know, how do you feel? I'm starting to develop those types of conversations, you know, and, and whatnot mm-hmm. with the other person and they're able to do the same with me. So I, I, I kind of feel like it's, it, it's a difference in that, you know, just kind of the level of what you're talking about and what you're willing and able to share with the other person and then how how deep you are. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't mm-hmm. saying like when you're dating somebody, you, you're very much deeper than when you're talking, but you're just a little more deeper than what it was if you were talking. Like it would be easy to just go somebody if you're talking versus if you're mm-hmm. dating, you know, you might have to provide some type of, you know reasoning behind why mm-hmm. you would ghost them or whatever like i'm in my mm. world what you think we'll get that a little later too <laughs> <laughs> but um i agree with what you said it's so interesting i i wanted to ask that question first because i have this friend mm-hmm. and i remember he and i like got into not a debate but like yeah it was basically a debate mm-hmm. and so you know he's based his understanding of talking is y'all are in a relationship and i was trying to tell him talking does not mean that you and that person are together y'all are just talking right yeah like you're having conversations like you're trying to figure things out like what do you like what don't you like Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a a a touch point base or something like that Mm -hmm. and his understanding of it is that oh when you're talking to someone you're in a relationship with them and i was just like that don't even make sense to me but i was trying to understand how he was coming about understanding that and i just to me it's just real like you know not that it's black and white but it's you know it is what it is like right. we're talking to someone it doesn't mean that you're in a relationship with them at least that's not how i see it and definitely not how you see it right you, just <laughs> right. So, you know if, you know friend if you listen to this podcast and you hear it just for the record, talking does not mean that you're in a relationship. It means that you're talking to that person. Yes. So next time you say that you're talking to someone, make sure you get your clarification. Mm-hmm. So, Big facts. <laughs> Big facts. Because I feel so, like people confuse um, that a lot. Like people be like, well, yeah. I'm talking to him, so you can't talk. No, we you just getting to know them. Like you're literally you're talking. It's really conversation based. And like, like I said, it don't mean that you can't be fucking because people be fucking in a talking phase, you know, but oh, 
like it's not really anything there's no ties there there's no connect there's no obligations i'm not obligated to no. talk to you every day you know i'm not obligated to touch on certain situations or check in with you on things i'm not obligated to tell you where i'm going and who i'm going with or anything like that because we're not on that level it's literally the introductory phase of getting to know someone you know or at least that's how i feel right i agree 100 percent agree and so i would definitely want to ask like so now that we've established that <laughs> there is a difference between talking to someone and actually dating them, mm-hmm. is there a limit to how many people you can date? When does it become too much? Like at one time? <laughs> you be dating multiple people at one time? Is that the question? Yeah. Like, Uh-oh. is there a limit to how many people you can date? Like, should you be dating one person at a time? Mm-hmm. Or can you be dating multiple people? multiple people and when is it just too much i feel like you can date multiple people and i feel like it's okay for you to date multiple people um mm-hmm. if you as as long as you ain't in a relationship with nobody like you can date as right. many people as you want i feel like dating is just like investing you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket necessarily uh especially if you don't know how the market is going to react you if you don't know how the individual is going to be with you and 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 for your life then why put all of your time and energy into just that one situation if you don't know you know what i'm saying you need to be able to explore to see okay well is this individual going to be for me or is the nigga around the corner going to be the one for me or the nigga down the street and up the you know what i'm saying like who's going to be most in alignment with what I want and what I need and what I deserve and also who am I going to be able to to give into you know what I'm saying and and feed into it all plays a a factor so it's like you don't want to just have one person you know that you're dating at one time or or you can if that's you if that's your pace so I guess what I'm saying is like it all depends on the individual like so if that's your pace and you can only handle one person at a time, then do you, boo. You know, but if you feel like you can balance five or six, then balance five or six. It's juggling. Like, you know what I'm saying? And right. the only thing I would say in that regard is if you are dating multiple people, just communicate that and say, just so you know, I am dating. I'm just dating. We're not, you know, so I, I am keeping my options open, but I would like to get to know you a little deeper, blah, blah, blah. But so, you know, I am talk. I am dating other people or I'm talking to other people as well, whatever, however you want to word it. You know what I'm saying? But you should let them know that they're, you're not exclusively dating them. Because a lot of people right. get that confused in their head. They're like, oh, you, you date me. We're dating. We're going steady. No, bitch. It's not 1920. Like, we ain't doing that. You know what I'm saying? I am free uh, and able to date as many people as I can handle because that is my right, you know, as an individual. Right. And I'm out here to get what's best for me. You know what I'm saying? And that can be you, but that also can be somebody else, you know? I don't know for sure, but if 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 it is you, you know, then we can make that change up the road, you know, or down the road or whatever. But as of right now, I'm keeping my options open and I hope that that's OK with you. If it's not, then that's cool because it's your prerogative. If you don't 
want to be with somebody that's dating multiple people than it is what it is but that's their right and i feel like that they should really utilize that right absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely i mean i agree i mean i i do feel like you know dating should be it shouldn't be limited to just one person i mean if you are the top individual who wants to focus all your time and efforts on getting to know one person then that's great too um mm-hmm. but it's also um you know it's also mindful to uh communicate those things and just be open to the possibilities of uh dating you know around like cuz i mean I know a lot of people's understand like, oh, do you do you fuck on a first date or whatever the case may be? And everybody has their own, you know, um, way of doing things. Um, you know, if you are someone that's having sex on the first date, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? If you're somebody that's not doing all that and you want to focus on one person at a time, that's fine as well. Right. It just uh, whatever is going on, um, I feel like communication is critically important. Um, to everybody that's involved because the last thing you want to have happen is you you know dating around and and in your head you're like oh i'm not tied down and i just right you know, i'm dating whoever i want to date and then you know you out in public with your other date and then your third date from two nights ago whatever right. goes up to you like what's up what's mm-hmm. going on and in your date that you went it's like oh what's this right you know, like, and then you sit up to look like oh let me introduce y'all you know mm-hmm. what else you gonna do um, I would recommend that, but I mean, at that point, because it's like, okay, you could have said that. Right. right. And they don't necessarily have to know each other. But, you know, the bottom line is that you need to be communicative to your dates. If you're dating multiple people, let that person know. You don't got to go into all the details, mm-hmm. but just let them know. And, of course, it becomes too much when you can't manage it. And mm-hmm. the people in the know, the people that you're dating aren't in the know and then you have just a sloppy explosion or whatever the case may be. Right. So yes, just be just be mindful of those things. And you know, dating should be fun and exciting. And it shouldn't always be like super, super serious. But I mean, again, depending on the type of person that you are, you can have a healthy mix of these things. Right. And so the next question I wanna ask, <laughs> we've all heard this so many times. And maybe not verbatim, but in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. How long, how long should you date a person before you commit to them? Ooh. Mm. <laughs> See, this question to me is a little, it's a little rough because it's like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't really think that there is a limit that should be put on how long you should be dating before you start getting like growing into like the place of being more official or more exclusive. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that that really depends on the two individuals. Like if I'm dating you and I'm feeling the vibe that you're giving and you're feeling the vibe that I'm giving and we're communicating and we're doing so effectively and, you know, I'm able to be myself around you a hundred percent and you're able to be yourself around me a hundred percent. And we love e- starting to love each other or at least if not love each other, at least have strong feelings towards each other. Like if I want to be around you more or talk to you more, or if I want to, if I'm more, you know, if I'm more so wanting to, 
know more about what's going on in your life, you know, or move a little deeper, then that's when I feel like it's time for us to move forward or to at least to have that conversation. You know what I mean? To see if you're on the same page. Um, But I don't think that there's any, there should be any specific outline, timeline or anything like that. Like, Oh, I just, I wait six months every time before I start getting serious or like I have two years before I can actually commit to myself to somebody. I don't think that that's a thing or it should be a thing because each relationship is different and you never know what that relationship is going to evolve into. So I think it's more so a, a question of when you guys feel that it's ready more so than just having that predetermined timeline, you know, or time frame to, you know, actually sitting down and committing to one another. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think um, it should definitely be a situation where people are on the same page. I mean, it's the worst thing that could possibly happen is you are seeing someone, you're dating them for an extended period of time or whatever. Mm. And then it's just like, y'all not on the same page. Y'all may be doing certain things together and not clear about that, but I guess the direction of which y'all are going is different. And so like that was be, you know, terrible to find out after, you know, uh, seeing somebody and dating them for so long, like y'all just are not on the same page. So the possibility of going to the next level was never a thing. And right. so it's important, like you said, to just be clear and communicate. So whatever y'all doing, however y'all doing, and if it's a consistent thing, at some point, especially when feelings start to develop and they become stronger, um, somebody needs to say something and both of you all haven't said something. Yes. And it's just like kind of like something that you wouldn't know. You feel it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And of course, at that point, you definitely need to be speaking up yes. just so you know that y'all are on the same page because the other person may not be feeling like that. You know, you may feel for them like very deeply. And the reality of the situation is they may like you, but they don't like you to the point of embarking on something as um, serious as a committed uh, relationship. Right. So it's just one of those things you have to be, um, you know, you have to be clear. You have to use your communication skills. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> you have to be, be um, brave and say what you need to say. Yes. Um, because at the end of the day, we're all responsible for our feelings. Right. And um, we can't, we have to be adults about that. Um, and sometimes things aren't always as black and white and there's gray area, but still mm-hmm. you have to take charge and be the lead person when it comes to being responsible for your feelings. You absolutely um, do. So my next question is how important is sex while you are dating? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to be a hundred percent real. And I know a lot of people going to be like, what the fuck? But this is my ideal. So don't like bash me for it. Okay. So I honestly think that when you're dating, you shouldn't fuck. And I just, I know, I know, I know, trust. Especially because, you know, bitches want what they want. I, I totally understand. I get it. However, why I say that is because, like, sex does complicate things. And sex will help to make you, 
it will sex will trick you or fool you into thinking that you have feelings for somebody that you really may not have you know what i'm saying sex will make you overlook a lot of the shit that you don't like and that you wouldn't put up with just mm-hmm. because you know, the sex feels good or you connect on a particular <laughs> physical level. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so when you remove that, at least while you dating. Now, when you get a little more serious and you get a little more exclusive, okay, fuck down. You know what I'm saying? Right. But until then, I think that it, it's best to just get to know the person. You know what I'm saying? And l- allow them to get to know you. And but only, like I said, I only say that because in my long distance relationships that I have had, it has always worked out really, really well because we had the opportunity to just talk. We didn't have the luxury to fuck down. You know what I'm saying? Now, when we got the opportunity, we did that. You know what I mean? But it it was such, so much time before that took place to where it's like, Okay, I get to understand the vibe that you give and you get to understand the vibe I'm giving. And then now we can have sex to see if it's actually if we're actually compatible the way that we thinking that we compatible. Like, you know what I mean? Um, And then you can go from there. But I, I think that when you're in that dating phase, the focus should not be more so. A physical one, because, you know, that you're attracted to them physically, you know, and you I mean I know you probably want to see what they working with and you want them to know what you working with I know I get it a thousand percent I do but I, I, I just on a spiritual level like you know on a connectivity level you always want to be mindful of who you having sex with because you sex I'm telling you sex literally creates soul ties and I know like you know when you hear it think about it from a religious standpoint people say that all the time you know you gotta watch you fornicate don't be fornicating don't do I get it you know so I'm not trying to come from that area but I am gonna say that sex is a spiritual event it's a spiritual connection I like to akin it to like when elements bond to each other you know it's your you know different elements when they bond to each other their electrons start to they start to share electrons you know which is what makes them you know stick to each other so the same thing happens when sex occurs like you have sex and then you start to have those emotional and and spiritual connections that that occur because of that physical interaction because like when you break it down, I, I ain't trying to be boring, but when you break it down to a, a chemical level, there are chemicals that are left in your body from the other person when you're having sex and vice versa. You know, you're sharing yourself with the other person. So it creates ties, you know, and just like with anything else that you embark on or encounter that you like, you know, you can become... I'm not going to say addicted to it, which that could occur too. But you know what I'm saying? Like you can, it, it can make you crave it. It can make you want it more, you know? And so you'll put up with a lot of shit that you wouldn't normally put up with just because of the sex, you know? And so I would, I know I'm going to get the flack, but I don't even give a fuck. I'm just going to say like, I would wait. I would wait while you're dating to fuck down until you start to get 
a little more serious. And then when you feel like you're ready to make that step, you know, with that person and they feel the same way with you, then fuck down, you know, otherwise, like, because I feel like when you do that, when you do it too soon, then and you start catching feelings, but the other person ain't catching feelings, you know, because they just see it as just a sexual interaction you know what i'm saying or whatever a sexual transaction and you looking at it like oh we fucked now i love him or now i love her you know what i'm saying and we love each other because we are we were so intimate and he touched me like this and she stroked it like that like you know what i'm saying you start to get into that head front head space and it's like you you could easily become delusional like you know what i mean and i feel like a lot of people do you know, whereas the other person is like, no, that was, we was just fucking like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't even that, you know? Right. And, and so I really do think that it's wise to just wait because once y'all are, it's just y'all, you know, you can fuck all kind of ways and determine, you know, and then if you like it, then cool. And you can communicate that if you don't like it and you need something to be switched up, you can communicate and the conversation is not awkward or as awkward as if you were just dating because like, it's just so much that can go into it, you know, if you're doing it while you're dating. So, or at least while you're just, you know, dating and you still dating other people, like multiple people, you know what I'm saying? Exclusively dating. Absolutely. Fuck down. Dating, like having the option to date multiple people, no, keep it to yourself until y'all feel like y'all at that place. At least, okay, now I'm done. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> thank you, bro. Like, thank you for providing that critical perspective. Like, that was really, really important for uh, people that are listening to get. I really, really believe that. I mean, it's important. I mean, if you. I, I so the other part that I think is really important that I absolutely agree with when you're dating multiple people mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't do you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but be mindful is what I'm saying mm-hmm. you know based on what you provided us be mindful of who you are laying with right some people are full haunted houses <laughs> and, and, um, and I, I mean seriously I, and I mean that in an emotionally and spiritually charged way right um you know they're they're you know they're I guess if you're looking at it from a standpoint <laughs> you know you you lay down with them and you leave and you get up haunted as shit right? and facts uh, yes that's so house. true and if you sitting up here going to all these haunted houses you know like on, on Halloween <laughs> When we used to go to haunted houses and shit as kids, yeah. and you get scared so many different times. Yes. People are damn near the same. You better watch whose house you running up in. Yes. Or letting somebody else run up in your house. Facts. You ain't got the poltergeist out. Yes. I mean? Yes. So be, be be careful, people. I mean, and I so and and just speaking from personal um <laughs> experience, <laughs> I absolutely am a very sensual person Mm -hmm. and like the physical like event of sex and the emotional and spiritual side of it like those things are important i know it is important for me i don't want to be in a situation where after i've you know fallen in love with someone 
and I waited to have sex. Mm-hmm. And then it's just whack. Right, I'm yeah. Like, Damn, I'm God that you don't have. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm not, look, I ain't shit. I mean, <laughs> you know, just speaking, right? Like, uh-huh. I even put myself in a situation where I'm contemplating cheating on the person right. I'm in love with. It's just like, well, damn. Yeah, I mean, but that's all perspective. And it's mm-hmm. so important because it matters. Like, you have to make, and again, that goes back to our responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be responsible for our own feelings. Like you make the decision that you make, but be mindful of the outcomes. Yeah. Be mindful of what could happen. Uh, I understand, you know, not to scare people or anything like that, but just be mindful. No one is saying if, if you're that type of person, mm-hmm. listen, if you could date multiple people, fucking suck on the first date. Right. The next, fucking suck. And then you you good, then hey, right. more power to you. Some people are not built that way and they don't even know that they're not built that way. Right. They the situations thinking that they're going to appease the other person that they, they're trying to get to know and they feel like, oh, sex is a gateway to get mm-hmm. him to like me or love me more or to get her to like me or, or love me more. And, and the reality situation is that other person may only be looking for a fuck. they just trying to get right. their nut or whatever the case may be. Yes. And so you sit up here, put yourself on the line in that way, and y'all both might have had a great time, but the, the uh, expectations are different for both of you. You know what I mean? Like right. you're expecting commitment. And they are expecting baby hit it again. Yes. And not yes. necessarily commit to you in the process of hitting it again or multiple times or whatever. Right. So that's the thing. To- that's that's kind of what I was getting to. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have to communicate and make sure that y'all are on the same page. Like, if, if you... And you really have to communicate with yourself, too. Like, let's right. be clear. You need to communicate with yourself before you even start dating. You need to say to yourself, okay, what is my expectations for this? Like, am I looking mm-hmm. for love? Am I looking for somebody to complete me? You know, or am I looking to have fun? What is it? Like, what exactly it is, is it that you're looking for? Because if you are just looking to have fun and just see what's out there, then cool. Yeah. Dating fucking, you can do that. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not it's not that serious it's not that deep on that level right. to you but if your objective is to find love don't fuck down Mm-mm. wait until you are in a little more serious of a situation with that individual not saying you got to be fully committed to them 100 percent, and just only you and them i ain't saying that i'm just saying you find yourself okay I've gotten to know all of the basics and I, foundation one is done. Now let's spruce up these walls now that the walls actually exist and like have some sex and see what color is going to, you know, matches best. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. Like, you know, but you got to speak with yourself first to know what you can handle. Cause a lot of people be out here thinking, okay, well I can just go suck and fuck and I'm going to be okay if they don't want to, you know, move forward. But then they fuck down and get digged down all the way. Right. Or get, you know, the perfect amount a perfect amount of pussy put right you know what i'm saying and then they all sit up here oh my god we love each other and we're gonna have amazing kids and we're gonna like all that gets so serious and the other person is like i just wanted some dick i just wanted some of that bus that's it like i don't need any of the extra you know what i'm saying so you got to make sure that you know what you want and that you're being truthful to yourself first before you even bring in anybody into your your happy space and happy place. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah, I agree with you there, too. Because like you said, like, I love your expression. Haunted houses out here. Whole ass experiences. Bitches in there getting frighted and, 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 and fighting and shit and don't even realize what's going on. Shout, shout out to Daryl Watson, if he's listening in on this podcast from that uh, 
uh, terminology for that. Because <laughs> like, I get, definitely got that from him. Haunted House scared um, Gabe. Uh, I think I was reading in the status of a poem. It was very deep. I was mm-hmm. like, I feel this on a spiritual level. Yes. Shout out, Daryl. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> um, so my next question I want to ask <laughs> if you date someone for an extended period of time and they pop back up after ghosting you, mm. what, what do you do? Ooh. Pick back up where y'all left off or leave their ass alone? Mm. First of all, if you ghost me and I started investing my time and energy into you and you ghost me, I'm fucking done with you. Bye, bitch. I need you to know that your ass is blocked, deleted, you're gone. Because if you ain't, you don't just quit me out the blue and don't give me no kind of notice, no kind of nothing. If you ain't fucking with me on that level, if you're not ready, anything, you need to communicate that to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, and if, if you didn't even try, like, at least try, you know, at least say, hey, look, this is great, you know, but I'm not ready for this right now. It's a little bit too much. Can we back back? You know, then I'm like, cool, because I'm it, it's I you. This is a relationship. It's a two way street. It's not a one way street. So it's not like, what can you do for me? This is not a job interview, you know, or anything like that. It's a am I the best person for you? Are you the best person for me type situation? So if you ghost me, like just bam, gone, and I'm thinking everything is great and we're building and your ass just gone, MIA, bitch, you're you're gone. Like, you know what I'm saying? I text you and five days later, you ain't texting me back. Okay, bitch, bye. You're done. You know? And so you come back to me, you probably gonna have a hard motherfucking time trying to get back because you ain't gonna be able to access me. You know what I mean? Ain't no, ain't gonna be no phone calls, text messages. Your number's blocked because, like, you didn't have the decency to communicate to me effectively. Like that, like on Insecure, for instance, how a nigga just fucking up and left and was gone, and Issa's all worried. Oh, where did he go? What happened? You know, no, bitch, ain't none of that. And then he came back. Oh, look, look, I was just going through a lot, and uh, like, I just really need some extra time, needed some time to myself, but I got it all together and I'm back. No, ain't none of that because you could have involved me into that. How do you know I wasn't going to be able to help you? You know what I'm saying? You just made the ultimate decision, you know, of, oh, I need this. So you need that. You got it. Okay. And I'm out. You know what I mean? At least that's my, and I feel like I understand that that's a harsh way of looking at it, but you was, you had a harsh way of looking at it when you ghosted my ass. So bye, bitch. You know what I mean? That's just kind of how I feel. Like, ain't no picking back up where we left off. High key, if if you do get in contact with me and you have a reasonable explanation as to why you ghosted me, you know, which in my mind is really not a reasonable explanation. But if you can, like, sell me on the explanation as to why you ghosted me and get me to understand, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't mind starting over, but we ain't picking up where we left off. No. Like, because you don't, you don't deserve that at that point. You know what I mean? I feel like you lost that, that, that opportunity, that particular opportunity. So you have to show, improve yourself a a new time, like a whole new, it's a whole new experience. You know what I mean? 
Because this right. is not no mother. I'm not a book, bitch. You can't put me on the shelf and then pick me back up when you're ready to resume. No, right. I'm not a video game. No, I ain't no video game. I ain't got no save station. No, like I am a whole human being and my life continues to move on just like yours do. So if if you ain't ready at the time, communicate. If you ain't fucking with the way that I fuck down, communicate. If you ain't fucking with what if, if I don't cook properly or the way that you're used to or whatever, you need to communicate that. You know, to whoever you're with, you know what I mean? Because they don't know. They don't, they can't read your mind. They don't know what you want. They don't know what you're needing. If you don't communicate, they not ever going to be able to help you or understand you or whatever. So once you ghost somebody, which like, I mean, I ain't even going to front on I am big on ghosting people, you know, but I, I, if I, I'm going to give you some type of recognition or, or notification first before I even ghost you, I'm going to be like, Hey, I'm really not looking for nothing serious. And if you start, you know, still, you say, okay, I understand you still pressing. Okay, I'm a ghost you to get you to understand. I'm not, I mean, business about that. I was not, you know, just making shit up. I wasn't just talking and, and letting out hot air, bitch. I really mean, I ain't looking for nothing serious right now. I'm working on myself. Like, you know, shit right. like that. Right. I'm sorry. You know, I, I mean, it's hard. Um, to be in a situation where you were like, and then especially if it's like an extended period of time, like if you, if you maybe was dating somebody for like two months, mm-hmm. two, three months, and it happened, it'd still be fucked up. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, that shit wasn't anything anyway. Like you you disappeared after two two or three months. But like if you date somebody for like, like let's say eight months, for mm-hmm. example. No bitch. And it's just like, you just no call no show or just <laughs> just not here yet you are present in other places it's just like what well, you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it's like what's what's really going on so it's i think it's different levels of like issues that people have and you know things that people issues that people are going through and understanding that they need to seek and realizing that you know it's not okay because you for for somebody to do that and try to re-enter, and even after apologizing, it's just like okay, where where is the dialogue that's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. And if there's like you said, no reasonable explanation for why that happens, it's like it's up to the other person to determine to make the decision to be like, okay, do I want to be around this person again? Do mm-hmm. I want this person to be a part of my life? Um, they just pumped the brake hard as shit, and I flew through the fucking window because. You know, I wasn't wearing my seatbelt. Right. But, yes. You know, it's it's one of those things. And it's just like, um, that just is not secure. You know what I mean? Like that that's not a stable um situation. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so it's just one of those things ultimately and then it goes back to the person. Like that I feel like at that point the ball was in your court. They tried to come back, re up or whatever the case may be, and now you make the decision to be whatever you want it to be, whether right. you want it to just discon you know, excommunicate them for your life like they ghosted you. Um, or you can decide to start over based on what the explanation is for the disappearing act. Mm-hmm. And if it's compelling enough to where you can understand, and if it was whatever situation it was with you, you could understand, then yes, that's your decision to either start back over or pick up where y'all left off at. Right. So for people who are listening, you know, everybody, and I understand everybody's feelings and emotions around these topics are going to be different. And some people, um, 
it takes them a while to to get over things. I know me personally, I'm definitely one of those people. It takes me some time to get over some shit. Like, mm-hmm. I am a stubborn ass bull. Like I'm a, <laughs> a Taurus, stubborn as fuck, and I don't let shit go like that. And that's and then let me just be also be clear. I'm not saying that I'm proud of that either, mm-hmm. because I recognize there are certain situations where that isn't as helpful. But then when it comes to like my emotions, I really really don't have time to be playing with niggas about that right, at all. Yes. Like, it's just not, like, it's it's a serious matter to me. And I would hope that other people take their um, emotional health serious as well. Right. And so it's not that I want to, you know, hold on to shit and have issues with shit and I'd be able to get over shit. It's just that how I am made up, it takes me time to process to be able to heal and then effectively let go to move forward um, and that's with or without the person, you know. What right. I mean? So, exactly. you know, it's different strokes of different folks. So right. It is what it is. So, um, I do have another question since we're talking about like the dating and people ghosting. So, my next question is: <laughs> Are some people meant <laughs> to be single? Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to someone who's tired of playing the dating game? Mm. Mm. Oh. Mm. Okay. So. I, I encounter this type of ideology a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And I do mm-hmm. not believe that anybody is meant to be single. Mm-hmm. Do I believe that this is the season for you to be alone and that there is a lesson that you need to learn about yourself prior to moving into a situation with somebody else? Absolutely. But do I believe that anybody is meant to be single? No, I don't. What I think is... And here, this is why I say, like, it's it's important to be mindful of what you are looking for and what you need in a situation, because a lot of people are out here looking for love from other people from outside sources or looking for things, not just love, looking for things in from outside sources. So think about it like this. OK. I'm a child and I uh, have some portions of myself that have been neglected via my parents or my siblings or friends or whatever. So Mm -hmm. I was not able to receive that in my youth, but I longed for it. So now I'm an adult and I'm looking for somebody to provide me with that thing that I longed for for so long, you know, and if that person gives it you know but it's still a fuck nigga or fuck bitch out here then i might overlook all of that stuff in order to um have that thing that i longed for for so long you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and then you end up putting yourself in a situation to where like even though you have those few little things that you didn't have before you know you have gotten gotten fucked over you know and now you're hurting and so now you're single out here and you like well everybody is bit or everybody out here ain't 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 looking for me or they out here abusing people and not and using people you start to have a, a particular outlook and and then that may affect your your emotional state and make you feel like oh well no i'm not meant to be with anybody i'm just meant to be single no i don't agree what i think is is that you are meant to identify what the portions of yourself that need additional support or love or healing or to be received in general. And you need to provide that for yourself. 
point blank period that is the base of all understanding that is the base of all being is to be able to provide yourself with what you need first if you can finally get to the point to where you provide yourself with those things then it makes it easier for you to go out into the dating pool you know because now you don't have all the expectations you don't have the Mm -hmm. oh you need to provide this for me you need to do this for me you need I, i don't need that from you you know, if you can do it with me, that's a bonus, you know, that's a, 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 a perk, you know, but I do it for myself. So I don't need you to do that for me or I need you to be able to be able to do it with me, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's a unique distinction that must be be clear, you know. And so I think a lot of people misconstrue that a lot of people think that, oh, well, you in a relationship with me or you are you're dating me. So you're supposed to love me in this way. You're supposed to give me this. You're supposed to do this for me. You're supposed to make sure I'm happy and da da da, which to some extent is true. However, mm-hmm. if you go under that conditional thinking that way, you're going to go into it being thinking that they can read your mind and give you exactly what it is that you need to a T. And that is not how life works. Nobody can read your mind. Nobody knows exactly what it is that you need um, at any given moment. It They just can perform th- actions or say things that may resonate with those areas that you need, you know, extra support in or extra love in or whatever. And so that's a unique understanding that most individuals don't know, you know, so it makes dating difficult. And so it's like, if you start at that at that centered place and you give yourself the love, you give yourself the joy and the happiness and the the pampering and, and you make sure all your bills is paid and all of that stuff and you are sufficient in yourself first, mm-hmm. then when that other person comes along, you know, then and they're able to you're kind of able to get to just know them and see where they are and see if that resonates with where you are and what you want and all of that stuff you give yourself more control more power in the situation than you know just giving them your entire heart you know and not being able to or 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 ending up you you reduce the the possibility of becoming dependent on their love or their support or whatever it is that they have to give you that you're wanting to receive from them by giving it to yourself first and so, no, I don't believe that anybody is just out here meant to be single. You know, I do just, however, believe that sometimes people are in a place to where they're perpetuating their singleness. You know, you're you're the reason that you're being, you're, you're out here single. You know what I'm saying? Because you have expectations that you hold in everybody too that are impossible, you know? Mm-hmm. And and so you have to check yourself, you know what I mean? And that you having the asking yourselves those questions and making sure that you provide yourselves with all of those individual things that you need first is doing the checking. That's what checking yourself means, you know, making sure you check all the boxes on the list so that you don't need to find somebody who does who checks the boxes. You know what I mean? You check the boxes. And then when that way you have more control and you say, oh, he's cute. Is he you know, worthy of being able to be, you know, a part of my life and everything that I have going on. And am I worthy enough to be a part of his life and everything he got going on or she or whatever? Like, you know what I mean? Then you can kind of go at it from that angle, which makes the experience a lot more fun. 
you know. So yeah, that that's my thoughts on that. <laughs> wow, that was a lot, bro. <laughs> I know, I know. I be thinking about this shit though. I do. I mean, I mean, and it's so important too because I think they're, you know, who are single, mm-hmm. and they may be at a point where they're just like, they're just like, oh, I'm done. I'm gonna be, you know, single for the rest of my days. Let me go, start going, you know, going to go get my 27 cats. Or in the case, like, you're gonna be a cat lady, cat man. Whatever right. That you're gonna be because you just have given up on, mm-hmm. you know this idea of uh, being in a relationship and it's just, you are beyond it now. And so, like, you know, people become, like, you know, they just become doubtful and all of that. So you provided a very rich, thick and descriptive perspective on it um, Mm -hmm. as far as are people meant to be single and to kind of, you know, change those misconceptions. Because a lot of people feel like, oh, it ain't working, I'm tired of getting hurt, whatever the case may be really a lot of self-evaluation, really a lot of, you know, really taking some time to step back and reflect mm-hmm. truly on who you are, where you are, where do you want to go? And really, really focusing on yourself. Like you said, there are lessons to be learned during your time of singleness mm-hmm. that you probably needed to get in order to become a stronger and just like a better supporting type of individual to someone who's mm-hmm. in a relationship with them. And right. so, like, yes, there are things you probably need, definitely need to learn while you're single. Um, so, because in the event that something should happen, you need to be able to function uh, without a person being there. You know what I mean? Right. You need to be able to do things without them being there 24-7, you know? And so it won't be, like, the, this codependent type of thing. I mean, I understand, like, it's only so much that you can learn and do while you're single. Because I don't believe people are meant to be single either. And I really believe... Mm there are important lessons to learn while you're single. But then after that, after those lessons and after you get them and after you, you know, pass them, you've demonstrated mastery of that. Mm-hmm. Then there are things to learn when you are in a relationship with a person right. and to grow and develop in that way. And there are certain things that you can only learn being in a relationship with a person. So get all that you can get, all that you need to be prepared to um, internet journey with the person because it's going to be very different. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, physically it would be different because you're not single with a person, but then that's a whole different type of process and experience too. And so it's, uh, to me, a, a, just a different experience in that um, you're sharing in and learning with the person at the same time. Like, you're sharing with them, you're growing with them, you're building at that point, you know what I mean? When you've reached and ele- have elevated to that status right. of being with someone, it's a totally different situation. And so be, you know, you want to be mindful of that and be prepared for that. Right. Um, and so um, I want to kind of come down to like the, the last question here. And um, since we're, you know, eventually, you know, we've talked about dating, you know, you know, being in relationships, top game, multiple people, mm-hmm. all of these things. And so I think now it's the idea, like when you are in a situation where you're in a committed relationship with a person. Um, let's tie this to this idea of happiness, right? Mm-hmm. So I think another thing that people need to understand too is that you need to already be happy. And you've mentioned this too, like you need to already have yourself established, and that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, when they say, you know, we've all heard, you know, you need to learn how to love yourself. There's a lot of people that still don't know how to love themselves, mm-hmm. and maybe have a different understanding of what it means yes. to love yourself, yes. and it may not be like what people think it is like self-care is important 
But so, for example, for me, I feel like I started to love myself. Um, and this is not to say that I didn't feel that I didn't feel like I loved myself. Mm-hmm. I, I did feel like I loved myself, but like when I really started to love myself is when I started to really pay attention to the things that I need. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, health. I started really, really loving myself when I gave up juice and soda. Mm-hmm. And I say that wholeheartedly because growing up, juice and soda was just a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. It was something that I thought that I could not go without. It was something that I just knew it would be hard to part with. Mm-hmm. And making that decision because of health to part ways with juice and soda, to me, is me demonstrating that I love myself. Mm-hmm. I love myself enough to cut cold turkey on something that's going to be detrimental to my health yes. over time. Oof. And so like, when you begin to love yourself, it will show. And people will see how much you care about yourself. That's just one example. Mm-hmm. Health. Another way that you love yourself is by going to school and getting an education. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know college is not for everybody and that you could be successful without it. But when you make the decision to do something and stick to it and complete it, you mm. are demonstrating love for yourself. Yes. You may be doing it for, you know, different reasons. But when you step back and reflect and center yourself, mm-hmm. find your voice and just come back together and become whole again. Like you realize that there are things that you have to do in your life that nobody else is going to do for you. That's how you love yourself. You do it because you matter, mm-hmm. not necessarily because you want to make your parents proud or whatever the case may be. Do it because you want to do it and you know that it's for the betterment of yourself. Mm-hmm. Do it because you love yourself. Do it because yourself needs you to do these things. And you matter. Yeah. And your happiness matters. And that leads me to the question about this idea of you know being unhappy. So if you are somehow unhappy in a relationship, what role does your partner play in helping you overcome it? Ooh, excellent question. And I think I have the answer. <laughs> so, okay. If you are unhappy in a relationship, first of all, you need to identify that whether you're unhappy with the relationship or if you're just unhappy within yourself and you just so happen to be in a relationship. That is a prime, you know, fact uh, factor that must be determined. You know, if you are unhappy with yourself and you just happen to be in a relationship, the role for the other person is to be your support and to enrich your life and to let you know or remind you that you are a bad bitch, you know, in every definition of the word you know what i'm saying that's the role of the other person so i'm going to encourage you i'm going to motivate you i'm going to create um uh, or come up with solutions to whatever problems you might be having i'm going to encourage you to go to therapy i'm going to encourage you to get a life coach i'm going to encourage you to go to um groups or start groups or read books or whatever whatever you need i need to do to enrich your life to make sure that you are on the path to rediscovering your happiness, I'm going to be supportive in that way. You know what I mean? And I'm going to love you throughout the the process because I understand that you're unable to do it yourself, you know, given whatever it is that you may be going through at the time, you know, so that's that, that role, you know, Mm -hmm. but if the other person, if it's the alternative, if you're in a relationship and you're unhappy in the relationship, you know, the role of the other person is to listen to you. Hear what your 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 um um 
your points, you know, of interest may be. What is it that you're saying? What is it that you need that you're not receiving? What is it that the person used to do that they aren't doing anymore? The role in that particular, for the other person in that situation is to listen and then to follow through with whatever um, actions are put on the table. You know what I'm saying? So if you guys agree um, that you guys are going to go out on more dates, Following through with that and not just saying, hey, babe, where you want to go or hey, babe, what you want to do and making putting it all along you, but actively participating in the the relationship, actively participating in the solution to the to the problem. If you know that, you know, um, we don't normally go on dates or whatever. And I'll bring you bring bring it up in the the, the uh, topic of conversation or whatever. If I bring it to your attention and we agree that you're going to start picking places for us to go out on dates or you're going to start doing whatever, you know, then you need to follow through with that. And it's my responsibility to hold you accountable to holding yourself accountable of following through within what we agreed upon you know what i'm saying so don't look at it as me nagging because i'm not nagging because i've already communicated to you that i'm unhappy because of this situation you know and so if i then go off and i say okay i'm gonna have to let this situation go because it's i'm still not happy and you're actively not participating in the situation or in our relationship and i've asked you then you can't be mad at nobody but yourself you know because i came to you and we agreed upon a a, a course of action that you did not participate in you know so it i think those are the two roles um that the the person that you're in a relationship would have to play is to listen and do their part you know, if if the your issue is that you're unhappy with the relationship and then if you're unhappy in the relationship, you know, you're just in the relationship and unhappy within yourself, then helping you to find your happiness, find your own happiness, not giving you that happiness because that's fleeting. You know, it right. comes and goes. And that's something that you can become dependent upon. No, but I'm, their role is to help you find that within yourself, you know, to get you to the point to where you like, if I'm not here, you still happy within yourself. You know, that's their role. And to be supportive while you embark on that journey. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, all of that. Like all of that. Like you people have to you just cuz it's hard like to your point of like you are in a relationship with someone then you somehow become unhappy. Mm-hmm. Like yes, your partner should be there to support you in whatever way they can to help you. Mm-hmm. And there's also a responsibility that lies on you as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. to recognize what's going on. And to be clear about that and so that you won't be trying to come up with solutions to problems that aren't even there mm-hmm. or not even the best solutions for what you may be experiencing. So you have to be clear, have a roadmap and know what it is. And at least if you know what it is and can identify, like you said, you can come up with the necessary action steps to uh, help solve it. And I understand everything isn't doesn't all, it, it isn't always like, you know, black and white like that. There's mm-hmm. a lot of gray area in terms of healing and getting back to a place of inspiration and believing in yourself and, you know, feeling like you're the shit because you are and your partner is bad as hell and they're there to add, you know, value to 
what you are and vice versa. But mm-hmm. it, it just, it, it can be hard sometimes. But bro, everything that you said, like, I really don't have anything <laughs> to add. Like, you said it, you killed, like, you killed the people. Are you listening? Josh said that shit. Like, you're going to have to, re, you know, rewind it to hear it again because that was just some jam. He definitely dropped some gold jams. So, bro, like, that was it. It's big facts. Like, I mean, that, I think that's what people have to really, really get into their their being and their in, in their minds is that being in a relationship is not what can the other person do for you. It's not yeah. just all that. It's what can you guys do together? What can you do for each other? That is what a relationship is. That other person is not there to cater specifically to you. You know what I'm saying? Because they're on their own path and their own journey as well. um, Facebook after this. I'm quoting that. Because it's facts. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of us get into relationships thinking, oh, well, you're supposed to do this and you're supposed to do that. And I need you to do this and I need you to do that. Like that person, whole, whole reason for being is to appease you and that's not what a relationship is about a relationship is about uplifting one another and encouraging one another supporting one another while you embark on your journey called life you know what i'm saying i'm here to be your helper you know as you go through life and you're here to be my helper you know not my executive assistant not my you know my my road dog not my puppy you know what i'm saying no you are meant to be a partner you know, and we're here to help each other be our best, you know, and so that's the understanding that a lot of people neglect, you know, and and once you can get that in your head, you know, and get it down into the root of your being, then it makes it easier for you to date because now you say, okay, here is who I am and I'm presenting this to the world. Who is willing and able to match this so that we can be bad bitches together and go out here and do our damnedest in life. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's what dating is. And then, and building a relationship, it's all foundational like that. You, you have to be in tune with who you are first, because if you are out of whack and out of alignment within yourself, you're never going to be able to connect with somebody else. You're just not. You can fool yourself into believing that you're ready and that you can do it and that, oh, I know how to make it work and I know myself and do, 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 do. But if you don't know yourself, it's always going to show. It's always going to show. And that other person is going to feel it and they're going to be like, mm, no, something's not right. And they may not be able to put their finger on it, but it's always going to be something. And then you're always going to be looking for things in them you're gonna be nitpicking everything that they do and don't do because it's not satisfying you you know and it's like that's not a relationship that is not happiness that's not love that's something totally different and you need to be able to identify that and you need to be clear in the understanding that that is not a relationship that is not what a relationship is supposed to be it's not what it's supposed to feel like a relationship is supposed to be fun and exciting and relaxing and it's supposed to be work because yes you are um choosing to journey through life with this other person and so they already have their ways of being they already have their their interests and their expectations and whatnot and you have to kind of fit your life into that you have to weave your life into that and they have to do the same so it's going to take work to maintain that alignment within the actual relationship but 
you have to first be in alignment with yourself because otherwise it'll be easy for you to get lost in the sauce in that relationship. You know what I mean? That's why it's so easy for people to be like to lose themselves and end up being so consumed within their partner. You know, oh, I have to do this for him. I have to do that for her. I have to go here. I have to do this. And she likes it like this. And so I have to provide like you get so absorbed in that. And then you're unhappy because Mm -hmm. you're not in alignment with yourself to say, hey, here's who I am. And this is what I need. This is what I want at this time. And you're unable to give it to me. You're not you're not providing. You're not helping me. You're not feeding me. And so we need to do the next best thing. We either need to bring it back to center, you know, so that both of this is equal you know, and we're both able to support ourselves and one another um, evenly or right. I need to do the next best thing for me and you can go do the next best thing for you. You know, I think that's what makes it so difficult for people when they get so lost in that, you know, because of the com- they get confused thinking that, oh, when I find the perfect... Uh, when I find the guy or I find the girl, they're going to be perfect and my life is going to be amazing. No, it's going to be stressful because you're not in alignment with yourself. And so you're going to everything that you don't give yourself, you're going to expect from them. Mm. That's not fair, you know, because they may not even have it to give you and you're expecting it from them. Whoever told you that they had exactly what you needed from them like they, they may not have that they, they may have it and it may not be they may not be able to give it in the way that you're needing for it to be given it is so many different you know scenarios that could come into play which is why it always goes back to give it to yourself first work on yourself first focus on your center and you that's what sing- being single is all about, making sure that you are in alignment with yourself and with your purpose and with your reason, you know, giving love to yourself, pampering yourself, making sure that you know how to take care of your own individual business. Because if you don't got that on lock, a re- mm. any relationship you get in is going to be it's going to be a problem. It's going to be some type of problem. Every situation, every relationship, you know, so you got to bring yourself to center. And even if you in a relationship and things things start getting wobbly and you find yourself, oh my God, who he texting, who he did, get back in center. You know, you need to get back to center and you need to say, okay, what do I need? What do I want? Where am I at? Where am I going? Is this still conducive to that? Is If it's not, then you need to make that known and you need to do the next best thing. If it is and, and you just are able to identify what the problem areas in the actual relationship are, then you bring it to the attention of your partner and they should be, you know, able and willing to participate in making those corrections so that you both are able to be centered and, and flowing, right. flowing together. So, you know, I just I want people to keep that in mind when it comes to relationships, when it comes to dating, when it comes to loving yourself and loving other people, you know what I mean? Uh, You got to keep that in mind. It all starts with you. So if you ain't got your shit together within yourself, don't you expect to be out here winning the girlfriend of the year or winning boyfriend of the year because you ain't going to ever get it. You're not going to be able to receive it because you're not amplifying that into the universe by making sure that you're in alignment. It's just like, if a lamp has a, a wire that is broken, you know, then when you plug the lamp in, the circuit is not going to be connected and, and it's going the light is not going to come on. 
you know so until you make sure all your wires are fixed and everything is proper properly attached you are your light bulb ain't gonna be able to come on and shine as bright as it's supposed to you might be able to plug it into all these different outlets all these different sources but it's, you're never gonna be able to complete the circuit until you complete it within yourself fix your lamp fix fix your lamp boo fix your lamp boo and then go out and try to find you somebody that you can plug yourself into and oh. let your light shine there oh. we go <laughs> And that's my word of the day. <laughs> Do we need a final thought? <laughs> Shit, I feel like that was the final thought. Unless you got something you want to add. Period. Like, no. Like, everything that my bro just said, like, do that and consider that and be reflective of that. And, you know, let it be something that after you do it, you sit next to your friend and if they hear you speaking these things, they will say how reflective of you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, let it be that. Yeah. Let it be that. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that was a great vent session. I it mean, was. like, I'm so glad that you came up with that and you brought it to all of our attention because some of the uh, our, our asses need to, you know, make sure that we have our dating game in, in full effect. You know, and make sure that everything is checked out, you know, because it's easy, like, to get lost in the sauce within it when it comes to the dating game and relationships and all of that. It's easy to find yourself in a place of darkness, you know, feeling like there's no light. And then you forget, oh, bitch, I am the light source. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for bringing this this conversation to the table so that we can discuss. So now we are going to move on to our question and answer segment. And I didn't see any questions um, this week. Um, But then again, I didn't check. (laughs) I didn't check the emails because that's normally friend's job and she ain't here. (laughs) So I didn't check. So y'all have to y'all have to excuse us this week. We gonna really try and give our due diligence next week to make sure that there's a, a question in the box. Uh, or to check to see if there's a question in the box. So right. send your questions to wokeandbrokepodcast at gmail.com um, because we want to hear from you. And then also, like, I don't know if y'all knew this, but if y'all go to our um, Anchor page, if you have Anchor or if you know anything about Anchor, it's the um, the platform that we use to, re- to create our show. And you can go to our page our our anchor page and you can leave us voicemails voice messages and we can play those on the show so if you go and you have a question or you have some input on the show you know or you know you just want to share your thoughts about the topic for the week you can go to our page on anchor and record your own statement record your own question and you might just hear it on the show. We can play it on the show. So definitely utilize that feature if you have a question or if you want to have put some input um, for the topic for the week or if you just want to say, hey, what's up? How y'all doing? Y'all doing a great job. Give us more. Like, do that as well because we like to hear from you guys. So again, WokenBrokePodcast at, podca- at gmail.com. Any questions, input, all that good stuff. Or you can visit our anchor page and send us a voice message and we can go from there so yeah 
in the meantime, since we don't have any questions, let's move on over to our final segment, which is a word from our ancestors. Bro, what you got this week? So I have a rather short quote. Uh, I don't know who made this, so I, I cannot. Um, oh, actually, take this back. This is by Francesca Annis, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and the quotes, and I think this really just ties everything together with talking about like dating talking the phases of that like you know the length and time that it takes for all of that and you know finally getting into what we are hoping to be committed relationships so the quote is however successful you are there is no substitute for a close relationship we Mm -hmm. all need them yeah and so i really think that that resonates with this topic especially when we're thinking about like people that we're dating if they're multiple the extent to which we um you know allow them access to us that's still a that's a relationship um at some point even if it's not something working you know something as established as okay we're gonna see what we can do together um it's important to have relationships not even just in our personal and familial lives but then of course professionally but it's important because all of your successes no matter what they are it it really doesn't mean anything if you don't have a a close relationship with a person or a community or a family or whatever, like you could be trying to operate something effectively mm-hmm. and you, in order to do that, you are depending on other people to do their roles because everybody has a different role in their life. Right. And so like, if they, if that relationship is not good, the operation is not going to be good. Yeah. At least that's how I see it. No. And so when we're thinking about like the times that we spend with people dating or getting to know people, talking to people, or being in a relationship with a person, the re- the relationship, the content of that relationship, the extent to which you all are, because you are, is going to matter. Yeah. And so, no matter how good you think you are, don't downplay the relationships that you need to get to where you want to go and where you're trying to be. Big facts. Yes. 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 Shout out, friend. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> But that is definitely going to wrap up the show for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Again, Danny will be off for two weeks. So this week is one. Next week is two. (laughs) So she will be back after that. Um, In the meantime, enjoy yourself and live your best life possible. And we love you guys. Talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Woke and Broke. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us to show your support. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Woke and Broke Podcast and on Twitter at Woke and Broke Pod. And we want to hear from you, so send your input for this week's topic or questions that you'd like to hear us answer on the show to Woke and Broke Podcast at gmail.com. If you like us, tell your mama, tell your brother, tell your uncle, tell your sister, tell your cousin. Tell them about us. We'd love to have their support too. Thanks for listening.